0: Friday edition of the Advanced Selling Podcast. I'm Brian Neal. No, it's not. It's the oh, it's the Monday. Monday edition. I'm sorry. Oh, we're okay. recording on Friday, just in no, case people we're think not. we're a little loopy. They we're know we record on ahead the of time. Friday times. next Friday, though. Everyone knows we record sometimes. I know. We don't because sometimes we'll announce that we're doing same day show, right? That's true. We record That's true. and release, so they know. So uh, we're here every week. If you haven't joined our LinkedIn group or LinkedIn to us, please do so. Bill is Bill Kasky on LinkedIn, and I'm. Brian Neal on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting when people put the LinkedIn signature on their signatures on their email. Like you've got, it's not like a Twitter handle, you know, where you're B Neal or ADVSAP. You're just your name. But people still put it on there. I think that's kind of funny myself. (laughs) Anyway, but uh, we've got a LinkedIn group, Advanced Selling Podcast on uh, LinkedIn Group. And by all means, join us there. Lots of good discussions. We have really smart people. In the group. And we've, they bring up really good ideas. And we've got funny people, too. We it's do. Not
1: all, it's, it's not all yeah. serious on LinkedIn. There's some very funny things that people say. we are. We're, we're amassing a list of the funniest, <laughs> the, the humorous on our LinkedIn group page. And we're going to do something oh, special, funny. like have them in for that's a comedy funny. show or something.
0: Speaking of funny, mm-hmm. funny things kids say. So my daughter, Anna, is 11, and she's in sixth grade. Now, you have a daughter who's older than that, but Mm -hmm. you've been through. You probably remember when your daughter was in sixth grade very well. And they really start to become people in sixth grade. They really start to be more adult-like, and you can have just great conversations with them, and it's wonderful. And so she came in to uh, my wife and I the other day, and she said, uh, when I study a language in college, do I get to choose what language I study? And we said, yeah, pretty much. She said, are there any colleges that offer Australian? (laughs) She was dead serious. And Jen and I both just like burst out laughing like, what? We're like, what do you mean? She goes, well, I just think Australian would be way easier than like <laughs> Spanish or German I love or something. Thinking, I'm like, though. heck yeah, I love. we have thinking. a lot of Australian <laughs> listeners, don't we? And so little do they know there's a market now. <laughs> For US students to study the Australian <laughs> language in uh, college if, if, you, if need be. That's and then funny. we kind of laughed about that. And then uh, she was dead her, serious too. She said, like, well, like, well, why, honey? Why, why would you want to do that? Well, it just seems like it would be easier than Spanish. <laughs> I love this girl. Like, man. sweetie. I've always yeah, liked Anna. It's fine. Just... Like, she like, learns the accent and everything. So, anyways, if did anyone you, knows did about college. you the accent? Though, I did not as, as try, as well no. Good eye. Uh, I, uh, I didn't. Any college or university <laughs> that is planning on expanding their. Language, Language offerings Department. may want to talk to our Aussie friends down under and see if you could uh, put a <laughs> class together. It's when, very, very funny. When you started telling
1: the story, it reminded me of a very quick story I'll tell about yeah. my daughter who was probably, it uh, wasn't sixth grade, Anna's in sixth grade, right? Yes. She was probably second or third grade, and we were getting ready to leave town for vacation, and we had a maid at that time or, or a person that came in and cleaned yeah. up every couple of weeks. Yeah. And my wife is always. Very indignant about the house being clean before the maid gets there. Got real,
0: yes, it's common, yes. And
1: so uh, Kara had not made her bed, so we're getting ready to leave, and Jane says, "Uh, Kara, you gotta go make your bed. The maid, uh, you know, Molly's coming over. Yeah. And so we got back from vacation, and the maid had left us a very terse letter on the counter and and said, uh, I do not appreciate Kara's tone in this letter. Well, (laughs) Kara had written a letter and (laughs) left it on her bed, unmade, that said, to whom it may concern, I will not be making my bed. You are my maid. You are my maid. And it's like, where did that come from?
0: James oh still God. has that letter. It's like That is brilliant. You are my maid. You I will are my make... maid. I will not make my bed. No I will wire to hangers. Cleaning up before the maid comes. Mommy dearest. Uh, that is funny. You are my maid. I'm going to start saying that around my house. You are my maid. Say it to Jen once. I will not make my bed. Very Uh good. That was worth the podcast Uh, right there. Okay, we do have a topic Topic, today. We We are going to talk today about finding your own voice. And this topic came from me, as most of our topics do, from a client. um, (laughs) Most of the topics come from you. No, from our our clients. And in this case, I have a client who's been with this company that I've been with for about four years. She's been with them about a year. And she has done what I would call a brilliant job of finding her own voice in what we've taught her. And she is with some other people who I feel still are in a mode of trying to find their voice. And they're doing a lot of writing down and what we call parroting words back Mm -hmm. to us. And so I thought, what an interesting idea to let our listeners think about finding their own voice and their value. And so I thought, what sorts of things would they and should they automatically have a voice to or be able to give voice to and about and uh, give them some tips or ideas on how they could search and find their own voice. We've got a couple That's ideas a on, on how to do that. Yeah,
1: great topic. Because I think a lot of times it may not be the trainer that recites it. It may be somebody who's been there for twenty years. And I'm a brand new salesperson. I say, hey, boss, how, how do you say this? And you write everything I say
0: down. But it's not you. No, no, definitely not. So uh, we're going to give a couple of tips about that. Do yeah. you want to offer one to start us off?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. the first one is you. You really have to write out what you want to say yes and i think sometimes we jump to the words well well, let's just hear it brian yep and you say it and then i say well let's hear it again and you say it again totally different and yeah. we're never capturing that so whether it's a transcription service you get you can literally transcribe this stuff and send it to fiverr fiver com, and for five ten bucks get it transcribed but yep. work with it a little bit you know it's kind of like a comic who works through his or her material work through it try different words but Keep it in writing so that
0: you at least have something to start with. Yeah, that is a brilliant, brilliant um, exercise to go through, brilliant suggestion. Everybody should leave this podcast and go do that. And you think of the scenarios to write down. What about how do I start a meeting? Yeah. What about when First someone call. asks me about us? What about when someone says, well, your price is too, whatever it is, and you script all that out real in real detail and really craft it. I think sometimes people just get it down and that is, that's it. Really craft it and then... Um, can I add to your ID then? Yeah, because phase yeah. two to that, to that when we're doing the training. Well, you go to you go to the details, so you go to the craft. Then you can pull that out into maybe some bullet points because then what, at some point what you need to do is take that voice that's real specific, and you have to make it conversational. Yeah. And I found if you take the specific stuff and then move to some bullet points, then you can refer to it, but you don't read it. And then the step after that is you what we call coming off the page, and that's where you're just saying it. Yeah, so and really part of weird.
1: that is you can practice and practice and practice. And then when you get in front of somebody, you're, you're so well rehearsed at it. It doesn't sound like it's scripted. It really does yeah, sound like it's
0: from, and it is yeah, from you. It is. And what's interesting, because every comedian, you use the, the comedian example, if you talk to comedians and, and what they do, every joke that they say is specifically written out. And if you talk to comedians, I talked to a guy who who was teaching me about this. He said he'll have a joke, and he'll love the joke, and he'll say the joke, and nothing. And he'll go back, and he'll take Just and tweak. He, you, one word. Yep. You can shift one word in a joke as a comedian. He said the place roars, and he doesn't know why. And it's so true, isn't it? That's, it's the same thing here. That's good. Very good. What's your tip? Uh, I want to say, to find your own voice, you have to tap into your own heart and soul and where your voice is coming from. That's very good. And so as we talk about inner game things like abundance and detachment and intent, It's super important that you truly understand those at a deep level. I have found that when you uh, embrace those things at a real core level, the language becomes much easier. Mm -hmm. When you try to write language that sounds abundant or detached, uh, it's not grounded in anything. It's like an empty eggshell. It can be cheesy. Very. It it can be very cheesy. And and it feels contrived. It feels just the way you say it because it doesn't come from a true feeling of, abundance and detachment and good and high intent.
1: So, for example, uh, I know we talk have talked on the cast a lot about you, you have to say up front some form of, you know, I, it, this may not may or may not be a fit. We need to learn a little bit more about each other. Yeah. But if that is not stated properly, it sounds arrogant. It does, doesn't we're, it? We're not, we may not be a fit here, so I'll sit back and you tell yeah. me why you want to do business with me. Yes. And it's that little slight, like you said, it's the slight word or the tone yep. that makes all the difference. Yeah, you go. I well, know. I had one that was uh, a two. Was oh, yours two? Mine's two B. Two B. I had <laughs> just, a, a great email from uh, one of our clients. Uh, I think he's a podcast listener, but he was—he's writing his story, and uh, he wrote it all out just as we asked him to do. And he—he he sent it to me. I just got it today and talked with him on the phone. And the story is all a resume. I did this, and then I did this, and then I went wow. here, and then this happened. And I said, you know, there's two parts to the story. One is the resume part, and one is the soulful part. Yeah. And he didn't. He, there was one sentence buried in like paragraph four <laughs> that was the. In fact, it was something about he um, was asked by a company to come in an interview, and he said no. And all weekend long, he thought, "Oh my gosh, why did I? I made a huge mistake. This is an amazing company." He called the guy back on Monday, had an interview Tuesday, and took the job. Wow. and That's where he is today. Wow. And I thought that's where you that's start it. that story. That's the beginning. And so, like you, you talked about, how it's got to have some kind of an emotional. Connection. Yeah, yeah. And and if you're giving voice to your value via a story like that, I don't need to, the guy doesn't need to tell me, hey, I'm loyal and I'm courageous and I I have good
0: instincts. He just told me all that. That's so good. Very, very good. Okay, last one for me is. You have to find your authentic voice, your real voice. And as we talked earlier, when people sit in class and they hear you talk or they hear me talking or Brooke talk and they write the things down, those are us. That's not them. Um, my client who inspired this, one of them, um, she is uh, uh, a year into her job. She is a brilliant salesperson, and she's really, really good at putting things in her own voice. Her name is Kat. She's a very attractive woman. And she said something classy the other day. I thought, that's brilliant. She goes, what's great about this, she's talking to a prospect, and this was a real deal that had just happened. She goes, you know, when we talk, the main thing for you to remember is I get to pick you and you get to pick me. And if we both pick each other, great. And if either that's of good. us doesn't want to, it's yeah. like I pick you and you pick me. And I couldn't say that. No. But when I heard it from her, I'm like, cat, that is you. That is perfect coming from you so you got to find your way to say whatever it is that you say and if
1: you voice. if you sales leaders and sales managers or other sales trainers I know I have a lot of sales trainers that listen yeah. you know and if somebody goes through that and it doesn't quite sound right just ask the very simple question Brian what are you trying to say there put your script away what are you really trying to tell me and when you say that yeah. that person will say what I'm really trying to say is we have to each choose and if we don't is it? It's like, yeah, it is like it. yeah that's it that's it You're and then right. the next time she says it she'll she won't say it that way so you have to capture this stuff on on tape, on film, yeah. on, on cassette tape. Do you know this was the 50th <laughs> anniversary of the cassette tape? I did this not know week? that. Oh, yeah.
0: We should release this podcast episode on cassette, on cassette <laughs> for those of you who still have a Walkman. 1982. I'm all for that. That would be fantastic. That's good. Make some money. So, All okay. right.
1: Uh, go to LinkedIn uh, Advanced Selling Podcast Group. Great questions. Great feedback. good, uh, And bring some good humor, too, with you if you go there. We like that. And uh, we'll have some uh, more LinkedIn questions over the next couple weeks. Very good. See you next time. Bye.